On today's episode of Flip the Switch, we're exploring how student agency is built from campus leaders with our guest, Dr. Ray Cervantes, principal at Henry B. Gonzalez Personalized Learning Academy. In alignment to domain four classroom practices, the student agency phase, and our PL readiness continuum. From the Personalized Learning Department in Dallas ISD, hello and welcome back to another episode of Flip the Switch, where we are telling the PL journey one story at a time. So welcome back everyone. Today we are looking at building student agency with classrooms, but before we dive deep into the classroom perspective, let's take a step back and listen at how campus leaders are sharing and building systems for teachers to try out and iterate on their own blended learning practices with student agency. So I want to welcome one of Dallas's newest doctors, <laughs> uh, Dr. Ray Cervantes, principal at Henry B. Gonzalez Personalized Learning Academy. Hey, Ray, how's it going? Hi, Michael. Pretty good. Yourself? Good, good. So talk to us about your vision for onboarding teachers, whether it's PL um, strategies or the blended learning progressions, just how do you kind of um, first introduce them to that and and, um, and give them coaching? Of course, well, first of all, thank you for um, inviting me to, to this podcast. I believe that adult learning is a, a constant loop, right? And, and it changes every single year. So what we have at Gonzalez, uh, we try to bring flexibility into professional development. Mm -hmm. I think that is one of the biggest uh, key levers for us because that uh, when the teachers have ownership of their own learning, they are more willing, right? They're yeah. more willing to take risks. So it all started with the rocks in the school, right? Our vision, what is the school vision? What is our big priorities for the school year? Mm -hmm. And then how are we are going to use our instructional model, which is personalized learning, into uh, into that practice. There is when we start creating our goal for professional development. Mm -hmm. So here is when we look at the uh, school calendar, we, uh, we decide what, uh, what pathway should we take the first semester and what is gonna be the second one for adult learning. And then from there, create, uh, bring, bring uh, teachers' voices into, the, in, into consideration, right? Because we want uh, their input as well uh, to take part of these uh, PDs. So who uh, from your kind of leadership team is involved in the process? And how do you give teachers that intermittent coaching and support throughout the throughout the year? Yeah, uh, I think too many of us. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will it start with the assist, um, the A team. You know, the assistant principal. We have our PL coordinator and our instructional coach, but also we have our PL quarterbacks and our PL team. Mm -hmm. PL team is built by A teachers who are classroom teachers. Uh, so the all of us, right, at the beginning of the school year is when we uh, discuss the big rocks, um, teachers' pathways. Mm -hmm. uh, we reflect on the prior year, how, how um, by looking at the feedback and all the service that we um, administer, right, in, in every session. And then from there, we build on the, the, the new pathway for the school year. Yeah. Talk to me more about the pathways. For those that aren't familiar, what are kind of the buckets or paths that teachers can opt into? So we love rubrics. We know we the having the PL rubric for us was very crucial because those five big buckets is what basically drive our our, our work. And and 
and you can be proficient or or developing or mm -hmm. so you know Gonzalo we want to be at the, you will never be in in the achievement piece right, right. so by looking by looking at the rubric and talking to our teacher we're like okay guys how can we use this tool because it's a it's a very uh, useful tool for reflection and to uh, and to have those inspiration those links those ideas mm -hmm. to embed it into our classroom right so we decided to start in a very small scale with the first phases right, right. phase one from um, from equity from one for assessment etc so with this once we um, explain each of those buckets the teacher would uh, have a choice to right. pick and say, you know what, I'm gonna get better at student agency. Yeah. Let me look at the rubric. And then one member of the PL team uh, was the responsible or, or was the lead on that particular pathway. Okay. And they have checkpoints throughout the, the semester. We're trying to do it in a small scale, like I said, so we can tackle at least two pathways in a school year gotcha. up to three for those who are you know they really just get, get yeah. into it yeah. so that was our prototype was three years ago uh -huh. last year because of covid it got we i mean teachers were very flexible and they adapted so quickly and, and, and we continue right those check-ins and reflections uh and uh, of classroom observations in in, uh, in the computer. But now that we're back in person, it's it's just like continue. Yeah. So it's something new. For all who are new to our campus, it's just like we need to make sure that we have the time aside at the beginning of the school year and also in, in our um, new teacher academy, NTAs, mm -hmm. um, to bring the, the PL rubric and the progressions into the conversation so they are aware. Yeah. Right? And, and continue increasing their awareness. Yeah. No, that's great. And I, and I love that, um, you know, it's like you mentioned, not only is it from the admin team, but you've created a PL team that is made up of teachers. They are the boots on the ground and they're the ones that you're empowering to coach the other teachers. So it's not always a top down system. They literally have peers that are alongside them, coaching them throughout the mm -hmm. year on their um, PL progressions, but then also um, on the blended learning progressions. So talk to me a little bit about uh, for the blended learning progressions that's new to this year. Right. And that's uh, for those that are listening, like this is in that podcast where we're going to try to talk to the PL team all the way down to the teachers uh, and their different strategies that are using for their blended learning models. Uh, but from your perspective, uh, you know, what were some ways that um, you kind of onboard the teachers at the beginning of the year? So we're back again to blended learning. It, the first and uh, the first and more important step was to talk about blended learning one more time. How is that actually happening in your classroom? We we know that we have station rotation. Some of them are having the flex model, and um, so starting with that gives clarity and to a camp a, a whole how would I say it gives everybody um, uniformity, mm. you know, as mm -hmm. we are aligned. Like we believe at, at Henry B. Gonzalez, blended learning is this. Right. And it looks in different ways, yeah. such as one, two, and three, right? Yeah. So having that conversation with with teachers and staff and give, uh, given sharing the different way that they adopted into the classroom, that is that was, the uh, I, I think, the initial step. Now that we have um, 
in the blended progression, what are the teacher actions and the student actions? That I think that that's a, a very helpful tool for us to, it's like a waterfall mm. that, that we're trying to um, make sense of it. Because in order for, for, um, for teachers to see the, I, I will say, like a next step. Yes, a, yeah. the, the, the next step, like where are they? So once we introduced that, it, that, that happened during the summer in August, right? In August PD, our PLT member were the one doing it. Uh, we uh, we helped them if they have questions, etc. And again, it was in a very low risk environment. Yeah. So it's nothing like, oh, I'm gonna go and observe you the second week of school. Right, and right. I'm gonna write you and I'm gonna give you a report. It's not, nothing like that. Yeah. Because we believe in PL. We believe that blended learning is as a, as a very, very, I will say important piece of personalized learning and without it, it you know, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be hard to personalize the le lesson for students. Right. So we let it go for a little bit so that, so that everybody can prototype, decide which of those progression they will feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And again, we bring back a month later in one of our um, PLPDs where they again review the the models and pick one as uh, as their choice gotcha yeah so we have teachers using the flex model another one's using the station rotation you name it right so that gives us a, an idea of where all our teachers are mm -hmm. in 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 the bl progression and how we're gonna i would say tailor our support because I well, you know, if you're in a flex model, you 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 would like to receive feedback on the flex model right. now in the session rotation. Right, exactly. And so that helps us a lot. The teachers were very uh, open to try it, even though again it was a year when we have everybody on right. on in in classrooms. There's still a lot of rules and procedures that need to be reinforced the first two months yeah. because because some of the kids were not here for 18 right. months. That's right. So that was another, the, there were several factors, I was like, external mm -hmm. factors that we must consider and give flexibility to our to to teachers to actually yeah. try the model because but I don't want to stress them out. I love that you gave them, you said you gave them that buffer time. Like, like you talked about in August, let them kind of soak it in, give them some buffer time to try a few things out or think about their because they hadn't even seen their kids. <laughs> right. They don't even know who's in their classroom yet. And you gave them that time to kind of get to know their kids. And then you've set a date as, okay, let's circle back and look at it. Um, now, you mentioned, so there there is the flex model, the individual rotation, the stage ro rotation. How did the PL team, did was it one or two teachers that also, you know, if I'm one of the PL uh, team members, if I opted into the flex model, then I'll help coach the other teachers in the flex model. Where did those the PL team kind of come in to coaching the other teachers? Yes, so so the PL team is crucial. They are the teachers who help teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, I use a lot of the word flexibility, but I think is it's needed because you don't want to set in stone. Um, one practice that every single one should do because right. we are we all have different weaknesses different strengths and I think that it's 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 important right to people to have voice mm -hmm. so not only that the PLT members choose their own like you know what let me try the individual social rotation right. yeah. or the flex model 
uh, do it in the classroom, practice, fail, learn from it. And then after that, when we, uh, after a couple of weeks, we have again the meeting as a staff, they go into break rooms or they go to different locations in the school with that particular PLT member gotcha. and yeah. go over what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. Uh, reviewing, you know, after a work day, it's 3.30 all the way to 5. It, you need to uh, have opportunity for teachers to move around, yeah. to talk, to know how, like to be on an instructor meeting yeah. where they can, uh, open, open up about what works and what did not, and from there just pick one inspiration of what you hear from your other uh, colleagues. Oh, okay. yeah. So that is one more time. We try to open as much as possible the the gates for them to just run wild. Yeah, run wild. In, and as an admin, learn from yeah. them. Yeah, because you hear uh, it, it's a lot of things going on on top of. Of, of what uh, of instruction, you know, it's yeah. initiatives from the district. We have um, we have testing, assessment, multiple things that we don't have power to move around. Right. So how do you balance that? Yeah. How do you go around it or make sense and 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 keep people's spirits up? Yeah. Right. And believing in PL because at the end you don't want to fall back in traditional. Yeah. Yeah. When the pressure's on. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, and, and and teachers are listening from other teachers, and as we know, research is very clear that you learn more from your peers than you do from anyone else. And so, you you guys as an admin team creating those opportunities every you know once in a while, so that they're constantly getting back and getting feedback from each other. I think that is really unique. Uh, and I know personally, just being a uh, dad that's had a kid here, and being a, a coach, and and uh, being close to this campus, like. You could walk into one classroom and they're doing a station rotation. You can walk into the next door classroom and they're doing it too, but it's just always a little bit different. different. It's not exactly the same. Yeah. And I love that. Well, um, last thing we'll wrap up with just kind of this process with the pathways and the PL team. You, you said that you've had it for about three or four years now. Just some overall like lessons learned. If there was a principal that's our campus leader that's listening to this, and like, you know what, I, I want to try that. What's just some overall lessons learned that you've had? Um, throughout the years using this uh, this way of onboarding and kind of giving teachers agency. We need to have the passion for, for PL. We need to know that like children, adults learn differently. Mm -hmm. Starting with that thought and, and knowing that we must bring flexibility into adult learning that I, I will say decrease a lot of anxiety, mm. a lot of planning comes easier yeah. and people are more willing to take risks. A key move I will say is to bring your group of teachers who are the go-getters, the mm -hmm. first, the, the first, uh, the initiators, those who yeah. are hungry, right? For, for to do something new in, 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 in classroom, the, yeah. those who are bored for traditional teaching and they want to try, um, new ways. Yeah. Right. So, Building that structures of support around the PL model is going to be uh, very helpful in the long run because we know the school year ends every May, but in August comes back again. Yeah. So how I call it the roller coaster school year, right? Mm -hmm. you, you have ups and downs and loops every single year. Some teachers will step out of the car 
and some new teacher will get yeah. in the car. What does that system look like? How are you going to support the new ones coming in, yeah. but keep the momentum with everybody else who is already with yeah. in the in the model for the for all these years, right? So it is uh, important to see the big picture because you don't want to go back again to circle number one and start. What is Berlinda learning every right. every yeah. August, right? Yeah. And do the same over and over. Yeah. It's when the differentiation PD, or yes, it's how you differentiate PD later on. So having pathways helped me a lot or helped the teachers a lot to, you know, just to try Op- new things, opt in, right? Yeah. Opt-in. Um, we do have, as other schools, man- mandatory PDs, that, mm-hmm. but it's more about operations and structure. But all about adult learning, I think they should be something that they are willing to 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 take to take risks. Just to wrap up here, what have you been just most proud of um, so far throughout this this process? And uh, and then what is you know what does the future hold for for Henry B. Gonzalez? Uh, I am very proud. Most of it, uh, I mean, I can start without saying that my kids, uh, the students, yeah, the students, uh, they. They adapt. They have this ability to adapt very quickly. Going into the COVID mode last year, it was easier for Gonzalez, for the senators, yeah. right? Because they were used to Google Classroom. They were used to to jump from one platform to another. Yes, Zoom was new, but they they they, they got it together. Yeah. Now my fifth graders, this is their fifth year now in PL, mm. and now uh, seeing them in the station rotation model and how they take ownership and yep. they know what to do and expectations and they have this accountable talk with each other based on what they're working on yeah that is i mean that bright as my, my my day my second thing that i'm very proud of is the teachers i mean 72 i count them i think it's 75 percent of the teachers remaining in the school from four years from five years ago wow so it, that makes uh, that that makes you happy because they believe in it. They yeah. believe that one size fits one student. It's yeah. it, it's key. It's important, and it does make the difference. That's great. So that that growth mindset, I will, I yeah. will say, the, yeah. the teachers showing and, and the parents because the parents believe in the model and they ask questions and they want to be part of it. And I can wait to open the doors again so I can have parents inside right. the classrooms <laughs> and everything. So yeah, those are my two main. Uh, and what is next for Gonzalez? We are working already in, um, this is our second year working on prototyping project-based learning. Okay. So it started during COVID. Uh, we start wetting our feet, like they say, right? Uh, with uh, key teachers that are willing to take the next step mm-hmm. to learn. PBL, it's big, it's huge, right. it's a lot. It, it's a lot of planning. Uh, um, you need to have a, a, a clear alignment of your, um, Ticks, right. you know, of what the student expectations are, and have that, I would say, sparkle that that creativity to mm-hmm. to make sure that it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So we this is like year two. We are prototyping with more teachers. We bring in um, exter- uh, consultants as well to help us. The PL team, the department PL, mm-hmm. the PL department is helping us as well, and that is one of the big rocks from our three year implementation. So we following the timeline. And this is next, so we can roll out in a bigger scale next school year. Right. Next semester, more teachers are going to try it out. Right. But again, giving the room to 
try, fail, right. learn, reflect, inspire yourself again, and move on. Yeah. So that's the next thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Ray, thanks again for uh, helping us out in one of our first episodes. And uh, congrats again on on getting that big uh, doctorate uh, taken care of. I know that's a huge uh, lift off your shoulders and uh, one that I am just now beginning to jump into. So uh, eventually I'll, I'll join you in those ranks. So thanks again, Ray. Thank you so much, Michael. And uh, I appreciate this time with all of you guys. All right. Okay, everyone. So remember that our resources, as Ray mentioned, a few things from Pia are from uh, Henry B. Gonzalez. Um, we'll include those resources uh, within the podcast too, so you can see those um, while you're listening. Thank you all for joining us again today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, connect with us on Twitter at PersonalizedDISD or at our website at thepltoolbox.com. And as always, flip the switch and let the PL light bulbs shine bright.